Hi, Rav Judy here with Bava Bacha, Perakimel, Mishnah Dalet. This Mishnah brings us into the wonderful world of false testimony, specifically Adib Zomimin, which is a subset form of false testimony, which is the primary topic of the first chapter of Tractate Mako. Uh, there are two kinds of false testimony in the Torah. There's Ede uh, Sheker, just witnesses that lie, they say something false. That's one subject. There's a very specific subset of false witnesses called an Eid Zomim. An Eid Zomim, to be particular about it, it's based on its own psukim in the Torah and has its own set of halachot, uh, not necessarily intuitive, but the way that Eid Zomim works is that if witnesses come along and testify about something, and it turns out, not that the witnesses are necessarily lying, they may be lying, they may not be lying, but specifically Zomim is, they couldn't have known what they're saying because they weren't there that day. So if they come and testify, whether it's that so-and-so borrowed money from, that Reuven borrowed money from Shimon, uh, Reuven damaged Shimon's property, Reuven hurt Shimon, etc., etc. And not that it turns out that necessarily... Ruvain didn't borrow money or hurt Shimon or do something like that, but rather that Ruvain couldn't have known that because he was in Belgium that day and this case was taking place somewhere in the United States. He couldn't have known that. Then a very specific rule kicks in. The rule is Eid Zomim. Eid Zomim means that since you couldn't have known what you're testifying to, you have to now pay the person, the, the victim, the person you would have cost money or you would have hurt, you have to basically give them what you were trying to dish out or get hurt in the way that you were trying to dish out. Whatever penalty, punishment, damage you were trying to cause by testifying about something that you couldn't have known because you weren't there now is imposed upon this, this false witness. Uh, and again, even if what they said ended up being accurate, it turns out that actually Reuven had done those things. It doesn't matter because the witness couldn't have known it. So how does that apply here? If two witnesses come along and testify that uh, that Shimon has been living on a particular property and thus we're trying to deprive Reuven of access to the property to say that it is now Shimon's and it turns out that they were Zomim. Maybe Shimon was living on the property. Maybe Shimon wasn't living on the property uncontested for three years. But they couldn't have known that because they were in... I'm picking Belgium. So in that case, then uh, then they were really trying to deprive Ruvain of the property, and they now owe Ruvain the entire value of the property that they were looking to uh, take away from him. Now, Ruvain, by the way, still keeps the property, because if there's no other witnesses, etc., then Shimon has no claim to it, and uh, and unless he can show that there really was a chazaka established. So Ruvain may end up keeping his property plus getting the value of it. That can happen. Now, what happens if the witnesses are not one pair of witnesses for three years, but rather, Shnayim Barishona, Shnayim Bashnia, Shnayim Bashlishit. Two witnesses come along and say, I saw uh, Shimon living on that property that had been in the hands of Ruvain or had been deeded by, had been, a deed had been held by Ruvain in year one. Two more witnesses come along and say, I saw him live there in year two. Two more witnesses come along and say in year three, Mishal Shim Benahim. If they're all found to be Zomimim, then amongst them, they have to divide up the value of the property and they all pay out thirds or in different words, each witness pays out one-sixth. They just divide it. You wouldn't say, well, only the third year's witnesses were causing the damage. Truly, they all were part of causing damage by providing for the different three, the, the three different stages, the three years. If you have three brothers, now brothers cannot testify together because they're family, but if you have three brothers, one of whom claims, I saw Shimon living on the property in year one, one says year, one says year two, one says year three. And a separate outsider who joins each of them, so you really have now created three separate pairs of testimony. Brother A 
and outsider, uh, you know, other, other party for year one, brother B, an outsider, other party for year two, and brother C, an outsider, other party for year three. So, and then they're all found to be Zomimin. So again, it's divided up. They're seen as three separate testimonies. It's divided up amongst the three of them. So each brother will pay one-sixth, and the outsider, other party, will pay half because he's a part of all three testimonies uh, now and was trying to deprive Ruvain of the property.